I remember that first journey so vividly because I just remember, and I think that that's what makes what makes it easier for me to do consults because I really, really, I really empathize with the moms because I really understand because I went through what they're going through. Hey mama, welcome to Tired Moms Club with Be My Breast Friend. My name is Kristen. I am the creator of Be My Breast Friend on Instagram and BeMyBreastFriend.com. I am a mom of the four, third time exclusive pumper and CLC. Join me for the duration of your pump session, whether you're sitting in a dark room during your middle of night pump, at work, traveling, or keeping baby occupied while you prep the next bottle. We are going to talk about all things lactation and more. Hang out with me while I share more insight behind some of my favorite pump reviews and breastfeeding products. There will also be guests. I have made friends with some of the coolest people around. We will touch on lactation education to maternal nutrition, starting your little one on solids, and sometimes just some freestyle chit-chat with my breasties. So sit back, relax, use some of that fancy hammer to trigger a letdown, and turn me up. Let's get started. Here we go. What is a better way than to kick off Tired Moms Club with Be My Breast Friend than with my breast friend, one with the pump, Tamari Jacob? Yes! <laughs> Honestly, I for life. I feel like I'll only refer to us as that. Wait, wait. I, I think I was screaming over my name. Do you guys know who I am? Say it one more time. Tamari from One with the Pump coming at you with my breastie, Kristen, because <laughs> we are, we just need to be together all the time. That's just, that's just how we are. We just... We need to always be connected, Kristen and I, no matter what. You know, guys, you guys know I flew to Chicago just to see her. I'm going to pretend that was, that's true. <laughs> I'm going to pretend. But we did. We did meet. But we did fly to Miami. To oh, yeah. That's true. For a part in that. See? So we're, we're long distance breasties. We hang out. We hang out. Kristen, yeah. thank you so much for having me on here today. This is awesome. And I cannot wait to talk everyone through their pumping session today. Absolutely. I am so excited. I honestly don't think there was a better way to kick off this whole Tired Moms Club podcast without you because I am an exclusive pumper. You are an exclusive pumper. We both have like a pivot in our story from exclusive pumping to combo feeding because we we did have babies eventually that did successfully latch and then we were able to incorporate both pumping and feeding at the breast. But I think like getting started, like that is our base. That's like what we know best. And at least for me, I I think that. I feel like I have to just put this in here because when I started my account, Kristen, I I like remember this so clearly because one of my friends was like, oh, Tamari, like, do you follow this page? um, Be my breast friend. And I was like, I had already started like a few months and I didn't. And I was like, wait, what, who? And you had 35K at that point. Now for reference guys, Kristen is close to 200K right now. So I found you and you had like 35K. And I was like, what? Like, who is this account? I remember I deep dived into your account and I was like, I need to be, I need to be friends with this chick. Like she is super cool. And I feel like I just need to be friends with her. And thankfully I pushed myself on Kristen enough where I (laughs) made the friendship happen, whether she liked it enough. And I just feel like we're soul sisters who were always meant to come together in this pumping space. So I could not be happier that I forced this on you and that you were receptive to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I Welcoming. Very, yeah, my welcome. <laughs> Thank you for pushing yourself on me, although I don't feel that way at all. Always. <laughs> yeah, I love our friendship. It's the best. So I think, um, I guess. You mentioned our sexy time talks at night that Kristen and I have. 
Oh yeah, I, we talk about it once in a while in stories when it happens. It has been a pretty big lull, though. I mean, with our holidays that we just passed through, and there was a lot going on. But we do have our sexy time where we FaceTime, and you ride your bike, and I sit in my finest pajamas. <laughs> and it's amazing exactly okay can we talk about pumping i get we i mean you and i can chat all day fine fine let's talk about pumping okay <laughs> so i think the best way to kick off this entire podcast because i mean there's there's gonna be a lot that's gonna be coming and going and i think the best and the most right way to start this off is why to exclusively pump because you get a lot of moms that are say, you know, Oh, I didn't know that was even a thing. Like, why would you choose to do that? Or I, you know, you could season moms that say I nursed like all, I breastfed all of my five children and I never even picked up a pump. So why would you choose to do that? Cause it's just so easy. Why wouldn't you, why would you make it harder on yourself? You know, and honestly, I don't think that they, I don't think that they don't mean well. I just, you know, it's in, it's also the internet. So when you read things, you're like, wow, that was really ignorant. Like that was kind of a sore way to put that, but they may not have meant it in a mean way. So I try to give everyone the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. No, I feel like for you, Kristen, because you've, you've gone viral so many times and it just brings people into you with like their opinions about what they think is the right way. Or like, listen, I, pumping is really hard. I mean, Listen, being a mom is really hard. Nursing is really hard. Giving formula is hard. Everything I feel like is just hard in its own ways. I just think that exclusive pumping, like, because it's, I, I kind of, it's not new, but it is new. You know, like, it's only, in my opinion, become newly popular. But, like, I have people that come to me now and they're like, where were you 20 years ago when I was pumping and there was no information out there? I mean, I think back to my my son who's currently five years old, who was born in 2017, there was literally nothing. I don't even think Instagram was around yet. Like there was nothing, nothing for exclusive pumping. And there was always stuff for nursing and always stuff for formula. So I think that's just why people are the most uncomfortable with it because it's the newest. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, it's it's definitely, I think there's pros and cons to everything. And um, with social media, you know, you get a lot of these trolls that come out and love to judge your life. But then at the same time, and this is why I hate TikTok, but I can't tell you how many moms said, I found you on TikTok and now I'm on your Instagram. And I'm like, well, thank you, because at least one good thing came out of TikTok, because I truly think it's the devil's playground. Um, so that was, that's always nice for me to read, because um, social media is finally doing, you know, it is doing a good part um, in certain aspects of our life. And this is definitely one of them. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like just on that, something that I love, Kristen, about you and I is that a lot of times when you have people in the same field, you know, people will be like feeling like it's like competition or this, that, like, I feel like our followers really just look at us and they, they just see like people that they can really relate to, you know, just like, Normal moms who don't look like, I mean, Kristen, you're a model, but like normal moms who just like don't look like, you know, what we always see on the internet and don't act like that and don't have picture perfect houses. And, you know, we're doing all the things, we're doing all the exclusive pumping and we are just really in it together. And like you and I always have always supported each other and will always support each other. And like we are supporting our community, we're supporting our followers. And we just, we really, Kristen, I know you feel the same way. Like, we just want to make people's pumping journeys easier. Absolutely. Hard. We just want to help them. We just want it to be like a little bit better because as we all know, pumping sucks literally, physically, and emotionally. 
it just sucks. So I'm happy that like at the minimum we can give this information to moms and we can put it out there for them, whether we're finding them through Instagram or, I mean, I happen to love TikTok, even though it's crazy. I spend like, I will call myself out. I spend way too much time on there. I just think it's like so much fun. Then again, like I posted one time a TikTok about my daughter and like people were like, someone brush her hair. And I was like, you know what guys, she's literally fine. Like she's fine. So it comes with both of the truth is we just want, I know you and I just both want to find more moms so we can just help them. Absolutely. I think that we both cover all bases too. Like there's a nice handful of us that like are, we go above and beyond to support each other. And what I may share, you may not. And you offer courses. I do not. You offer consultations. I do not. Yeah. I think you and I offer very different things, but we're, we also offer it similarly. Like you just said, you do pumping hacks. You do tons of pumping hacks. You do tons of reviews. Oh my God, girl, your products. Every day you are, you are testing a new product. It does seem that way. (laughs) It's a good thing. I mean, yeah, Yeah, I'm glad to be able to stay above and like try to continue with the market because there is something new. I swear every week I I have someone in my email right now asking to send me a pump. And I'm like, I've never even heard of you. Oh my God. I just had that yesterday. I mean, I, <laughs> it's also because I think you've been pumping for the last five years. Haven't you? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I have. And I have no intentions of stopping yet. So I think. Yeah. You, you pump to like how old? Um, so here, this is like a little myth buster to get everything started. Pumping can, and well, how, how do I want to phrase this? Um, you can sustain and maintain is that the same word? Did I just double down? Yeah, but like make the fiercer. So yes. Yeah, yeah. Real aggressive here. You can pump long term. Pumping will not dry your supply. Say it louder. Say it louder. Pumping will not dry up your supply. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Myth myth one. Yes, myth one. I hear that all the time. People are like, but the lactation consultant told me that I can only pump for X amount of time and it's going to dry up. I mean Kristen's been pumping. You pump till your kids are like 18 months or more, don't you? Yeah, I pump for 18 months with my multiples and I only stopped because I dried up. And then I pumped for 16 months for my first singleton because I dried up again. And both were surprise pregnancies. Like, And that's a story in itself because I had help with my multiples. And then where's my milk going? What? I'm pregnant? Like, how did this, how did this happen? But I did dry up like pretty, I, I dried up pretty quickly. You know, the same thing happened with me, with Molly to Judah. Oh, I didn't know that. I literally lost all my milk. I was pumping for Molly. She was 10 months. Chris and I both have Molly's. I was pumping for my Molly and it was 10 months. And like, I was a huge oversupplier. I lost all my milk. And I was like, I guess, I guess I'm done. And then I found out I'm nine weeks pregnant. That's so wild. It's so crazy. You know, I I do remember because I documented it because I was logging my sessions like a mad woman. And I remember seeing a dip and I'm like, well, here comes my cycle. Like it must be time. And then it didn't stop. It just kept going and going and going. And then I was like, okay, this is really strange. Like not a chance I'm pregnant, but I'm just going to take a test. And I remember calling my husband at like 530 in the morning and he's like, is everything okay? Because it was totally out of the blue. Uh, Like not normal to call him at that time of the day. And I was like, I think I'm pregnant. And he's like, cool. <laughs> that was his response. Cool. We'll take a test later. And I was like, okay. <laughs> but, and I didn't, you know, a lot of times too, people will ask, Maz will say, can, um, I'm pregnant and I lost my supply. Can I work at getting it back? And I'm like, you certainly can, but, um, hormones are just a really difficult one to overcome. Yeah. So for me, I kind of just like, I just took it. 
and I just accepted it and it was gone. But back to our point is I pumped for 18 months and 16 months and you're also, you're pumping a long time as well. I pumped, I pumped for nine months with my first, 10 months with my second and like 13 months with my third. I wasn't, I mean, for a lot of people that's incredibly long-term for me, like I always had a goal of pumping for one year Um, well, actually, sorry. My goal was to give breast milk for a year because I had a lot of milk in the freezer. Thankfully, I mean, my 20 month old is actually still getting breast milk (laughs) because I had in my freezer. But, um, I, at a certain point, I feel like your stamina for pumping is much higher than mine. When I would like start to get to nine months, 10 months, I like, I would start to like itch. I'm like, I cannot, I can't look at another flange. I can't, I can't wash another pump part. I was like, I just... I'm done. And I always say like, there's really nothing wrong with that. Like with my first, I didn't have any milk in the freezer and he got formula for two months and he's just as annoying as my other kids who never got formula. So they're all the same. I, yeah, I don't mind it. It doesn't really bother me a whole lot. I, I, I don't know. I guess I do hate doing the dishes, but, um, but other than that, I think honestly it's because, and I, I attribute that my success to being mobile and knowing like, yeah far I can take that like I'm not gonna pump five times a day with mobile devices but I can like pump a good like a nice session in the morning a really good one in the evening break it up in the day with maybe one or two and then the rest I can stay mobile if I can cook breakfast while pumping or drive my kids to school drop off while pumping like I don't know in my opinion and because I've just kind of like I've got this art down like I'm just gonna keep going you know in my kids quite honestly I always I call it catnip my kids go wild for it. Really? All yeah, yeah. It's, it's so it's, cute. It's also kind of sad, though, because one day I will not be producing, and then they're going to be like, where's all the milk? Because it's become such a staple in our refrigerator. Wow. Yeah. Sickness. Cool. Well, you have four kids under five, right? Yeah, they'll be five in about a month or two. I think. I, that's probably the difference. Like, I always – and this is just where, where, where I love that you and I differ – um, because for me, when I, when I'm pumping, I don't want to do anything. Like I always say my perfect pump session is sitting in front of the TV. Like I do not like pumping while I'm, while I'm other, other than driving, which I really find to be very helpful. I like to pump in my bed or on the couch and like nothing else, which is completely a personal preference because a lot of people are like, I just, like you said, like the only reason you're able to, to do it is because you're being mobile. Yes. Where I just think it's important to know that there's no right way to pump. You can pump my way, you can pump your way. And that's why there's probably too much information on the internet, wink, wink. But like, you know, there's there's enough information on the internet to, to take what works for you and leave what doesn't. Yeah, absolutely. And that's where we kind of like complete each other because like I, I don't want to sit and pump. I want to stay moving. I, you know, yeah. it's just... Yeah. It's just what I've been doing and what I've grown to love. And I yeah. think, honestly, I, I kind of feel that might be also the um, the interest, like why there might be so much interest in Be My Breast Friend is because I think moms come to me knowing that I'm a mobile pumper. Yes. So I think that they come to me because they are like, I get that question all the time. What's your favorite pump? Like, or I'm sorry, what's your favorite mobile comp cup or mobile pump? <laughs> uh, so yeah, people ask me all the time which cup do I like? What mobile pump do I like? So I just think that Be My Breast Friend has kind of grown a reputation of just like staying mobile and pumping. And I think, I know like my sister is a good example of this. She's not a pumper and she's like, she is, she is tied to that baby like that. She, you know, and and that's not a bad thing. Don't, 
Do not get me wrong. You know, it's just. I always was like so jealous of moms whose babies wouldn't leave them alone. I know that sounds crazy, but like the ones that like were pulling up their shirt and nursing, like even my final kid, Judah, who was able to nurse, he always preferred a bottle. So like there's, there's stuff to say about both, about both of them, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. Thank you to our sponsor of today's podcast, Sarah Wells Bags. Sarah Wells is a leader in stylish and functional breast pump bags and accessories to support parents in their breastfeeding journey. Sarah herself has earned a reputation for incredibly high quality products, creating communities of support, and for being an advocate for working moms. We just saw recently that Sarah Wells is launching some hot new summer essentials. Everything moms need to breastfeed with style from the backyard sprinkler to the water parks to sandy beaches. Stay tuned to see what they have in store and use code TIREDMOMS15 for 15% off Sarah Wells bags through August 31st. There's definitely pros and cons. And, you know, then you, so this is kind of like, I guess, like 16 minutes in and let's like, let's get to like the nitty gritty. Why do we exclusively pump? Because people ask that all the time. Like, you know, I, I, I nurse my baby or I intend on feeding my baby at the boob. Why would I pump? Why, why would you do that? And why did you do that? So Tamari, like, why did you start pumping? So I know the the age old question, like, why did you choose to exclusively pump? So I think the first thing that's really important for anyone listening to understand is that some people choose it and some people don't. I do. I mean, it's definitely getting more popular, but I do find that most people do not choose it unless they're like a real working mom. They just want the flexibility. Like there are people that choose it. I'm just saying in my experience, I have found that most people who exclusively pump did it for reasons which happened to me as well, which was that they were forced into it. So I had my son in 2017 and I really like did the amount of prenatal research probably that most people do now, which is equivalent to nothing. So I just thought that like he was going to come out of me and latch on to me and everything was going to be wonderful and beautiful. And lo and behold, it did not happen. It was, it was literally two months of hell. Like that's the only way that I remember it. Besides for like being a new mom, not knowing what I was doing, I was desperate for this child to latch. And like, he just couldn't even till now, like even with info that I have, I don't know, like it was a hit. I don't know if it was a him thing, if it was a me thing, but what it came down to is that he was unable to latch. And I just started pumping because I was like, I got to get this kid something to eat. And then after trying really hard for two months, I was like, I guess I'm exclusively pumping. I was not happy about it. I was like triggered. A bunch of my friends had babies at the same time. They were all nursing while I was pumping. Like it was really hard. So that was my first story. Kristen, you tell me your first story and then we'll continue on. Why do you start with the first? (laughs) Mine is uh, not quite the same, but like leading up to your story, you sounded just like how I felt. Um, I did not. I also, I I went into delivery thinking like these multiples, they're going to come out. They're just going to crawl up me like little spider monkeys. And we are just going to, we're going to nurse and everything's going to be, you know, wonderful. And that was not the case at all. I hemorrhaged after my delivery. I don't remember it at all. I just remember Oh yeah. I don't, I talk about it here and there, but like, I mean, I'm not ashamed of it or I mean, whatever, you know, happened, but, um, yeah, I remember laying there on the bed and I remember them all pushing on my belly. And and then apparently like grape size, like grapefruit sized clots were like popping out of me. It's what I was told. And I just remember them grabbing a scale and like measuring my my blood that I was losing. And then next thing I know, um, 
I, I had no idea what was going on. My babies were whisked away from me. Um, they got me into my recovery room. Uh, my son was at my bedside. My daughter, they were like all over her, like white on rice. Like I didn't know what was going on there either. And they couldn't get her, her blood sugars were, were not stable. So they, I remember them telling me if the sugar shot here, like this oral, like liquid sugar shot does not work. We have to take her to the NICU. And I was like, oh my God, like what is going on? And I'm like out of it. Like the hemorrhage really did a doozy on me. So um, they take her to the NICU. My son's at my side. My son was literally the size of a nail gene bottle. I have a picture of him when he was born. Like that's how small he was. Hey. And um, not to say size always matters, but like he just, you know, like C-section, traumatic birth, tired, like tiny as can be like I just couldn't get him to latch and I remember lactation bringing in a pump to saying like you need to start using this and I was like okay well how do I do it like what is this thing it was a symphony um symphony medulla symphony and they were like well um you turn it on and um I guess these flanges will work and um okay see you later (laughs) like you know I'm surprised that she even bought you brought you a pump I'm shocked about that well, I want to say that it may have already been in my room, but I remember like it was on that like sliding pedestal and they kind of probably kicked at me and said, you know, get going lady. So, but I do remember not knowing what I was doing and I requ- I requested to see lactation because at this point um, I'm being wheeled down to, um, I'm being wheeled down to uh, my the NICU to visit my baby and then I'm coming back to the room. My husband and I were taking sh- like shifting back and forth. So someone was always with the baby and I was pumping. Like I just remember setting a schedule excuse me. And I, I also, at the same time, like I didn't, I had no idea what I was doing. And, um, so, uh, I remember asking lactation, like, Hey, how, like, what am I supposed to be doing here? Like, what am I doing and, and how do I use this pump? And she said, I'll be honest with you, honey. I, I really don't know. And then that was it. Like that was the end of conversation. So I got home. I had a, um, the S1, the Spectra S1. That was my first pump when I got home. Oh, you ever had the Spectra? Oh yeah. On my desk right now, I have the SG and the Spectra S1. Don't know, like I don't see you as a spectral girl. I only see you as other. I'm not. That's why so much because we're so different. We have different nipples and love it. <laughs> um. So I, you know, I just jumped in like everybody else does, like you know, head first into Facebook groups that really put the fear of God in me because I feel like they're just that's a, that could be another conversation. But I mean, you have to start somewhere and five years ago when I got started pumping, there really wasn't, I don't know that there was anything on Instagram and I wasn't an Instagrammer. So Facebook was it. And that's like where I started finding my breastfeeding information and some good, some bad. I did learn the pitcher method there from like a multiples breastfeeding mom, which was great. I love the pitcher method, use it every day for the last few years. Um, but there was also a lot of misinformation and a lot of fear. So um, that's, that is how I became an exclusive pump. I will never forget like I remember that first journey so vividly because I just remember, and I think that that's what makes what makes it easier for me to do consults because I really, really, I really empathize with the moms because I really understand because I went through what they're going through. Like I remember so vividly pumping like in the room. I took, I took a break. I was teaching and I went to take a break to pump and there was a computer in there. So I'd always spend time. And I remember just like, I I would just Google exclusive pumping. And then one day, I don't know how I found it. I found the, the, one of the Facebook groups. I'm not even going to say the name because I, whatever. There's so many. I, I, I think that I learned a lot from those groups 
And I think that at the same time, it caused me a lot of stress. Oh, yeah. But, but at the same time, like, when you have no information and then you find information or you're struggling with something that you so can't relate to anyone else. I'm like, any moms right now, you know, your friends are having babies or maybe they're not having babies. So you really don't relate to anyone or they're having babies and they're they're latching so easily or they're doing formula. I think that something really big to note about a schools of pumping is that it really can be very lonely yeah. and you really feel like there's no one that gets you. Like very few people who exclusively pump has a mom who did that or a sister or a mother-in-law. Usually all they're doing is being like, why are you doing that? Or what is this? Or, you know, and it could be very lonely, which is why I think people, you know, I'm thankful for accounts like you and I, and obviously a few others who can give a sense of community to people oh, yeah. who really need it. Because mm -hmm. like I said before, you know, most people, I mean, I don't want to say that most people don't choose to exclusively pump, but the truth is, is that in my, I'm just saying in my personal experience, the people that I deal with, I would say that like 75% of people do not choose it and are forced into it. And 25% will choose it. That's just what my experience. Um, and I think that it's, I think that having a sense of community is just really, really big. Because I remember with my second child, I was like, I was probably more determined to nurse my second child than I was with my first because I knew what it went down. I didn't know what Molly was. I, I had her gender be a surprise. And I was more curious if I was going to be able to nurse the child than what the gender was going to be. I cared less about that. I wanted to know if I was going to nurse. Now, my lovely daughter was born in March of 2020. So we were in the hospital as COVID was coming in. Yeah. Um, there was nothing. So I ended up exclusively pumping with her again. And it was it was equally as disappointing, but at least one with the pump came from it, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> at least the little things. And honestly, all that, all those experiences led me to be able to nurse my third. That's really what it comes down to is that everything in life just like always works together to bring you where you're supposed to be. And sometimes it doesn't and it's really annoying. And sometimes it does. Like it's kind of just like that simple, you know? It's so interesting how did like I I knew all this about you, but I guess I never I mean here sitting here like so intimate now like one on one, yeah. just gazing at each other that you know mm -hmm. no one can see us but we're looking right at each other no, and it's so no, interesting because <laughs> like me my second my first singleton or my second pregnancy, um, I went into it looking forward to exclusively pumping. I did good for 18 months. Why would I do anything different? And people were like, um, I know you do be my best friend, but don't feel the pressure of pumping just for the internet. Wait, when did you start be my best friend after your multiples? Yeah. So I was like, they were about 10 months old or so I would say. Yeah. When I started be my best friend. And that was only because people were reaching out from like, just the most random places like hey we went to grade school together i hear you exclusively pump and i'm like who who are you like oh, how they, oh they come out the woodworks people that i haven't spoken to and i'm happy about it i love connecting with people i have people from camp from high school that i haven't spoken to in 10 to 15 years who are like wow and i i love it i i i mean i don't love when they <laughs> When they, you know, try to get free advice rather than booking a consult, but I love hearing from them. That I absolutely love doing. I love that it's brought it. it so you've also felt that like it brings people like. Yeah. Well, it, it goes right back to what you were saying, a sense of community. And that's like what we are like, you know, it, it's up for the, I, and this is like from like my work background, but it's for the membership, you know, like 
we're a teaching facility. Like we're here for the membership and that's what we're doing. Like we're going to cover different ends. Like, you know, we're like, you got, like you said, consultations and courses. And then I'm like, I'm kind of more like the dancing boob and I don't even, I don't even know anymore which direction I'm going, but I'm, but here we are now on a podcast. (laughs) I really feel Kristen, like, and I really believe that you and I are legit, like two sides of the same coin. And I feel like both of us together is like a complete pumping. Like I, I feel like you and I just do things so differently, but with the same accepting, loving and funny vibe but like, so obviously if you don't like that, then neither of us are for you. But if, if you like, you know, loving, fun, you know, or acceptance, if you don't, then whatever. But I feel like we do that. And then we do that so differently. You yeah. know, like we do the really fun, really cool physical products. You do the amazing product reviews. You do the amazing hacks. You just like any product I need. I look on your page. I'm like, Kristen must have done this product already. Like, I, I, she must have had it. I'm going to go see what she's doing. Like, I, I come to you for that. And then I feel like I do, like, other sides of it where, where I'll offer more of the education part of it where I'll do the classes and the consults yeah. and, 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 you know, the workshops and, and classes that you can buy. Like, I, I just do the other end of it. And yeah. I think both are really needed from people. And I like that you and I do it so similarly so that people feel like they can get really what they need. I totally agree. And I think that that might honestly, like, I'm not looking to kick you out, girl, but I think you just like hit the nail on the head. Like I could not have like had. That was the bold. That was the PS. That was the, your pump session is ending mama and you can go and move on with your day. So if you are looking for a well-rounded pumping education, the fun, the laughs, the love and the courses, then you you have found us. We're here. You have found us. You have found us. Thank you for having me here today, Kristen. Thank you so much for joining me. It was such a pleasure. If you guys want to find me, because I'll plug myself, find me at onewiththepump.com, at onewiththepump on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Facebook. I'm here to hang. Thank you so much, Kristen. I love you. Go dance with the boob. All right. <laughs>